any particulate matter. It can be an irritant for, for people with breathing difficulties. It can be um, very harmful. So if you're an asthmatic or if you have someone that perhaps has like COPD or other breathing difficulties, it can really exacerbate those problems. Um, and then longer term, you know, again, it's minimal heavy metal exposure that you would get from breathing in pet coke dust. Um, if you're breathing it in every day, if, perhaps if you're a, a worker who works at a, at a refinery, I might be more concerned about your exposure. But for passersby, that type of thing, um, you're really just worried about, you know, that, that breathing difficulty, not so much the long-term exposure. And how much do they want to store? Well, so at the refinery, they're they're covered by what's what's called a, a general permit for that facility there at the massive refinery complex. And they have this area that they call a coke pit, which is where they, they store the stuff once it comes out of the refinery. And it's surrounded by 30-foot walls. But what the city ordinance that was passed a couple of years ago calls for is that any pet coke should be in an enclosed facility. So basically, they would need to put a roof over this coke pit. And they also have another area in, in the facility where the pet coke's um, stored out in the open temporarily. That would need to be enclosed. And Marathon's basically saying that this would be too expensive and that they don't want to spend the money to enclose these uh, parts of their operation. Now, by storing it uh, at the refinery, uh, if they don't store it there, they got to move it somewhere else, which means putting it on trucks, right. taking it out, and then it can spread through the neighborhood. So. Well, exactly. And you know what's interesting is that so they would only be storing the pet coke in this, this pit there at the refinery for a limited amount of time, and then it does get trucked away. Marathon's also seeking a variance from this city ordinance that also calls for scrubbing of truck tires and that they have these sort of like um, – bumpers that the trucks go over that try and, you know, shake some of the dust off before it gets into the city streets. And also the ordinance calls for street sweeping, cleaning the streets because the pet coke dust can get into the storm drains, get in, you know, and get into our water that way too. Um, so Marathon's trying to, you know, get out of, of those requirements of this variance as well. And we know that uh, state and federal lawmakers are uh, trying to address this specific issue. Uh, uh, Stephanie Chang, state senator from uh, the Detroit area, this uh, this is in her district. Right. Uh, and uh, she just, you uh, introduced legislation that would take fines from air pollution and put it directly in those communities. And I believe that um, Senator Gary Peters, U.S. Senator, and uh, Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib are also working on some things. Yes. So at the federal level, um, Senator Peters and Representative Tlaib have introduced legislation um, to try and have some additional regulation of pet coke. The problem is, is that we, we haven't had very there's a gap in regulation between, you know, emissions that go out of a smokestack and then if you have something like pet coke that's just stored in a pile. And so the city of Detroit tried to address this through an ordinance last year that this is what requ requires pet coke to be covered. But there's still all of these problems, you know, outside the city of Detroit, we don't have these regulations. So if it were stored somewhere else, you could still have the same issues. Um, and then, yeah, the issue with fines is pretty fascinating where typically if a, a polluter or a facility violates their, their permits to pollute, they... Um, pay a fine, that fine goes into the state general fund. And the issue there is that it's sort of like, poof, where did it go? You know, there's so many sources and so many um, places that money goes in the general fund. The idea would be that you could do something that are called um, supplemental environmental projects where you actually take that money and invest it in the community that was harmed by the pollution. You know, things like perhaps air filters um, in community centers or schools or planting additional trees and vegetation to try and be a buffer from some of this dust. And we're talking about 48217, which is one of the most polluted zip codes in the country. That's right. So these are communities that are already overburdened with air pollution. Um, they're already getting socked with more pollution than anywhere else in the state of Michigan. And so when you have this fugitive dust, we call it dust blowing off pet coke piles or other storage of bulk materials, that just exacerbates a problem where we already have high air quality impacts for people that live in that area.